In the fast-paced world of business, your digital marketing strategy shouldn't be a burden. At Enzo Media Firm, we make it effortless. We specialize in empowering medium to large businesses with comprehensive digital marketing solutions, from dynamic video marketing and podcast production to advanced web development and social media strategies. Every client at Enzo Media Firm is paired with a dedicated account manager, your guide through the digital landscape, ensuring personalized attention and tailored-made strategies. And with monthly meetings with our creative team, we keep your marketing aligned with your vision, even if you're short on time. Enzo Media Firm, where marketing is just not simplified, it's personalized, effective, and designed for your success. Discover the ease of digital marketing with us. Visit www.enzomediafirm.com to get started. All right, guys, we're going to get right into this one. I think my wife knew I needed some extra energy this morning. My lovely wife, after I came back from the gym, showered, walked downstairs, she had lunch for me today. She had my protein shake ready for my after workout. So thank you, baby, because I needed the energy for what we about to do today. All right. (laughs) One of the most difficult things that I've experienced as an entrepreneur is hiring and managing employees. You say that again. One of the most difficult things out of everything a president or CEO has to do for a company, one of the most difficult things I found is hiring and managing employees. So I feel I've had these struggles and it's an obstacle I've had to overcome. It's something that a lot of you entrepreneurs are experiencing as well. So we're going to dive into this. So let's talk about the hiring process. I'll explain to you the process that we have, but like what I look for in a candidate when I'm hiring. So number one, let me say this above any and everything else. I'm looking for that dog. I need someone with some dog in them where I've always said to my team, I would rather take someone who's a hard worker than the most skilled or talented person. Because for us, let me take some of our videographers, videographers that we brought on here at Enzo Media Firm. I've had, we've hired guys with little to no experience, but they had that hustle in them. I could see they were hungry. They were willing to do whatever it took to learn this skill set and be able to move forward in their career. And that you can harness, you can cultivate that. It's very hard for me to take someone who's talented that feels like they're above a lot of things that a company would need them to do and and trying to get that juice, that vibe out of them. It's a hard thing to do. I've tried I've tried it both ways. But first and foremost, I look for that dog because if someone is willing If someone is willing and has an open mind, there's nothing here in this business that I need them to learn that I can't teach them because they have the right attitude. And that kind of leads me into the next thing is just dealing with culture. You have to select people that are going to fit well with the team that you've already established. So sometimes you have to put their skill set to the side a little bit and look at how are they going to gel? How are they going to mesh with the team that we have here? Do they have the type of personality that's going to be combative to some of my star employees here now? Are they good communicators? Are they going to be driving the team crazy because they're anxious and they always feel like the roof's on fire? And you have to get good at asking the right questions during your interview process to really be able to figure out what type of person this is. Now, I'll admit, now 
I typically am not involved in interviews for the first stage or two. Our VP here at the company, he manages the interviews. And once he's vetted that person, once they've gone through the process, then they come back in for a second interview and I'll sit in on that meeting. Because for me, if my VP has checked them off and said, hey, I think this person would be a good fit, cool. If you've already vetted them through, you've done your 10 interviews, and these are the last two candidates that you really feel comfortable moving forward with, okay, I want to meet them. Let me ask them a few questions. And one of the big things I ask is where do you want to be in five years? Because one of the most important things for me as a president or CEO is I want to lead people not down my path, but the path that's best for their life. I don't want to lead them down my path. I want to lead them down the path that's best for their life. Now, bringing them into my organization, some of those goals should align with each other. But let me give you an example. When I bring someone on and I ask them, because I literally, and I've said this in every single interview I've conducted, I don't care if you want to be here for six months or six years. What is it that you want to accomplish? Because there are times we're hiring where it makes sense to bring on somebody and know that, hey, I'm just trying to buy a house and I need this W-2 money. And in six months, I can move on and go back to freelancing or whatever it is. Right. If they're the right fit for the company for where our needs are at that moment. Sure. I'll hire somebody. And I understand that's probably a very difficult thing for a lot of people to be open and honest with about initially an interview, because most of them probably think, well, hey, if I don't say I'm here for the long run, they're not going to hire me. Quite the opposite. In fact, for our business model, oftentimes it does make sense to bring in someone who just wants to be here for six months to 12 months. Now, wholeheartedly, bird's eye view, yeah, I want everybody to stay here as long as possible. But if someone can come in and fit a need that we currently have, the salaries align, the values align with what we're trying to accomplish, I'll absolutely hire them. But I want to get an understanding of what it is they want to do, because if I hire them as a videographer, but they're really interested in sales, there's a different path that I can. You may have the skill set of a videographer, but you're really interested in being able to generate revenue and bring sales to the company. Cool. We can work through something on that. Um, You know, hey, I was brought on as an account manager, but I really do have a creative gene. I'm actually good at graphic design and web development. If I don't ask these things going into it, I'm going to put someone in position that they're not going to succeed in. Are you an aspiring entrepreneur? Our one-on-one coaching tailor strategies to your unique business goals. Dive into interactive workshops fostering skills essential for success. Looking for an inspirational speaker for your next event? Book Mistpreneur to elevate your gathering. Visit www.themistpreneur.com to learn more and embark on your path to entrepreneurial success. Mr. Preneur, empowering your entrepreneurial spirit. Because I didn't take the time as a leader to fully understand what it is that gets them going. Because if I just give someone a job and it's something that they have absolutely no interest in, they're not going to be a valuable member of the team. They're not going to be excited to come to work. I want to create an environment in which people cannot wait to get out of bed and come into these office doors. So you, as the leader, need to have a clear vision of each of your people, where they want to go. I did an exercise with my team a couple weeks ago where 
as a group, everybody yelled out their target salary. And then from that, and I didn't change anybody. I didn't say, hey, that's a little high or, hey, that's a little low. You're aiming too low. You should go for a higher salary. What What is your what is the salary that you anticipate that you want to make where you can look at your life and say, OK, I'm doing pretty good. And after they all gave those numbers, we went through actionable steps that we could do as an organization to get everybody on that path. And I'd say for the majority of people that were in that meeting, they're all going to hit their goal this year. And that brings me absolute joy as an owner, being able to be a small part of the story that someone's moving forward with. The fact that I have a business that can provide them with their ideal income to accomplish whatever goals it is they have. That's a great feeling. And that's really where my passion derives in terms of starting businesses, to be able to offer opportunities. Even our interns that we bring on. I bring every intern on with the intention that this is going to lead to a paid position for them. And I let them know day one, hey, you're not just here for an internship. If you do the things you need to do, if you soak up as much knowledge as you possibly can, I can use you here. And I'll pay you for it. So those are the things you need to be thinking about now in terms of like the maintenance and the the environment that you create. The playing field is a lot different today than it used to be years ago. And I start to feel like an old guy where I'm like, I'm still in my 30s. But I feel like an old guy in terms of like, you know, back in my day, like, you know, we just went to work and blah, 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 blah. I've recognized that not everybody that's going to come through these doors is going to have the hustle and the ambition that I do, nor should they. That's my job. That's my job. I don't need everybody coming in here all hyped up. But you have to do certain things now. So we'll keep beer in the fridge, right? We got arcade machines here, right? I have my, my sneaker collection throughout the office. I've tried to make it a cool vibe. We do uh, team happy hours once a month. We do uh, quarterly events where if we hit our goals, like I think the next one we have coming up, we're taking the team to an amusement park for the day. I mean, who wouldn't want to work in an environment like that? Everybody here has the potential to earn 15% commission on any new employee that they can bring in the door. And I don't even need them to meet with these individuals. I just need contact information and what services you think this organization needs, and I'll do the digging. If you can at least give me a name and a contact number, I will pay you 15%. And it's also making sure that you share your vision. So in that, that process that we talked about where I had everyone say their ideal salary, I listed mine too. Which through this organization, I plan to make half a million dollars a year. I needed everyone to know where my head was at and where this organization's at. Because if they see that I'm thinking that big, I believe what happened in a lot of their heads was, huh, maybe I aimed a little too low on my ideal income. I want to exceed their expectations. So when you take that servitude approach and realize that you're here to serve your team and not the other way around, things get really fun. Things get really fun. Now, at the top of this, I said, 
this is probably one of the most difficult pieces of running a business. But at the same time, it's also one of the most rewarding. And I'll even say this, that I've probably always dreamt of growing organizations to the point where I have hundreds of employees. The stuff that I deal with on a regular basis now honestly has me thinking, do I want an organization that large? I still haven't fully made that decision up in my mind. Maybe 50 is my capacity. And that's something you also have to recognize is where your education and your skill sets lie. Can you lead a team of 300 people? Most people probably can't. Does it feel better for you to lead a team of five or 10? You need to figure out that sweet spot for your organization. So managing and maintaining employee culture, this is a huge piece of running a business. So I would recommend to you guys, biggest thing that changed how I led organizations was what I read, was what I listened to. So make sure you are consistently educating yourself as a leader because as you scale up, your skill set is going to need to change. The same skills it took to lead three people in your organization is not the same skill set it's going to take to lead 13 people in your organization. So stay right up, keep good information pumping into your head, and make sure that you are moving the needle every single day. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you on the next one.